everyone. This is Jackie Cooper with Crypto Mom 2 Talk Show. And I want to thank everyone for hopping on this episode. I'm really excited about my guest today. I have just come back from a trip from Dubai and the United Arab um, Emirates, and it was an exciting trip and I learned a lot. And the blockchain is just exploding there with what they're doing with digital currencies, NFTs, everything like that. More to come on that side of the trip. But today I'm all about um, youth who are really the leaders in this whole new area of NFTs and blockchain. They are doing some remarkable things and they're role models for their peers because they're actually making a difference and they are guiding others to do the same. So I'm going to have them hop on and introduce themselves. And then what we're going to do is we're going to have sort of like a question and answer type of uh, format. And I think you're going to be super uh, impressed with each one of them because they have found a niche that um, is unique and they're an inspiration to everyone because again, um, I'm the older generation, they're the younger generation, and they're leading the way. And um, with this new technology, um, we need the thought, new thought leaders, um, and they are exactly that. So, who wants to go first? I have, um, I, I open it up, and so who would like to hop on and do an intro? Um, I guess I can go first. That's great. Uh, I'm Teresa Melvin, and I'm a 13-year-old NFT artist, and I have a project called Ava Ramona. Um, it's gonna, it's um, a new project about my two characters, Ava and Ramona, and they're basically BFFs, and they have a whole story and everything. So I draw them in all my NFTs. So this new project, Ava and Ramona, that's going to come out soon this summer. Uh, you can also check that out in my website called avaramona.art. And well, I do want to mention to everyone who's listening, as well as those that are on the on the video side, I will be embedding each one of um, my friends is uh, websites or platforms, so you can not worry about um, having paper and pen. You can listen, enjoy, and then go back to this episode, so that way you can check out and support their work. And I love the fact that you have characters in our writing because as everyone on um, our show knows, I also created the Bitcoin Cinderella. So I'm all about storytelling because NFTs is a little mini story in each other. So that's awesome. Um, who'd like to go next? Um, my name is... Um... Latrell, um, known as KJ Online, and I'm a 14-year-old NFT artist and developer, so it's pretty much one-man team. And I have two projects. One of them is my one-of-one -one collection. Um, another one is the one that I developed the smart contract for. And yeah, th those are my two projects. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now Trench Pets and oh, sorry about that. No, keep going, keep going. Yeah, I was going to say Trench Pets, which is the generative NFT collection. Um, it's for good, and um, there's a charity side to it, and K&J Robotico, which is the first one that I started in my one-of-one -one collection. So I'm going to kind of revisit some of the terms that you've talked about, because um, there are some of my followers who are very knowledgeable and savvy about the terms in the blockchain, but then there are others that are just starting out. So I want to make sure that we don't forget to talk about what a smart contract is and some of the other terms that you've mentioned. So if I forget, just hop back on and let's uh, kind of do a definition and a glossary. So Christopher, you're next. What's up? 
So my name is Christopher Lyons. I'm I'm a 13-year-old future astronaut and the founder of Singularity Arts Company, which is the like which is the company that houses all of my art. That's awesome. That is awesome. And as as you know, because I was chatting with everyone before we got onto the recording, um, in Dubai they have uh, the Museum of the Future, and they are talking about going to Mars and also the future of our planet. So um, when you end up traveling over there, definitely check it out because when you go into the museum at first, you're taking on the space journey. And, um, you know, again, it's very imaginative. But let me ask everyone, what made you decide to experiment or get into the non-fungible token side? Again, we all um, as individuals have dabbled in the traditional art area but what made you guys interested in doing it online through nfts and why explain to people who might be listening who might not understand what makes that different from another online digital art form so who would like to kind of um dive into that i wouldn't mind okay great go for it well um you know the thing that really made me get into nfts was basically my parents but at first, when I first heard of the concept of getting paid millions, thousands, or hundreds of dollars for your art, I thought it was absurd. And, um, you know, I mean, who doesn't like money? Who, who doesn't like to, you know, uh, make money and be able to say, yeah, I did this. I, I finally, you know, had my responsibility and I got to act like a grown-up or something like that. So, you know, I dabbled into it. And um, it, it was... A little tough within the first few months uh it took me a month or two to make my first sale um but when i did i felt so proud of myself and usually um before nfts i probably would have sold my art for like ten dollars fifteen dollars five dollars or if somebody asked like at my school i'd probably say okay um get me like a popsicle or a bag of chips you know some you know short uh not like less valuable things but with NFTs, it really made me see my value. And um, I'm actually pretty happy that I was able to get into the NFT business. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. Um, Teresa, Christopher, what are your thoughts? Um, well, I was um, I was a lot more traditional artist back then. Um, and I also did digital works, too. Um, and I was on Instagram before like coming into the NFT space, so only on Instagram, and I would record videos of myself doing artworks. And it, it was pretty nice, actually. Um, I got people to notice my artworks, um, but it didn't. And also it got me talking a little bit more, but it didn't really get me out of my comfort zone to um, talk about my art in like a bigger level and, and to talk to other people. And um, in the in the NFT space, it's easier to like get a hold of like everyone's attention. Um, if that makes sense. Yeah, and, it does. Yeah, and like instead of just posting my art on Instagram for people to just look at, um, I got to um, help other people with my artworks, um, and also a lot of other kid artists in the space as well. And I also got something out of creating and doing what I love. So entering the NFT space, it was a big life changer. Um, it really like changed my life and it, I got to see it from another perspective. And because of the NFT space, entering NFTs and making NFTs, I got 
a lot of opportunities uh, for interviews and podcasts and also to get um, to NFT events to like meet all these incredible people in person. And I was the speaker as well in a few events like Miami NFT and San Diego NFT and just last month in NFT NYC, which was awesome. And I got to see my art, like not just in a little phone screen, but as like a big screen in Times Square. So it's uh, a lot has happened since the NFT space. And now I have a lot planned for the future of my art career. I, I, there's a lot of possibility. Christopher, why don't you hop on and share how you got into the NFT side? Okay, so how I got into the space? Well, so since I've been like doing regular art for like a very long time, last year I was introduced to NFTs by the founder of NFT Kids Magazine, which is like a group of kids that all make NFTs. So we were like working on unrelated projects and then Fast forward now, well, a couple of months ago, I became the magazine's first secret dropper. And then fast forward again, I'm still creating an NFTs and they've evolved as a complementary part of my journey. And I've made a bunch of friendships that will last a lifetime. I'm sure. I'm sure. So for someone, uh, I know I learned about NFTs a little late in the game. I learned about an NFTs have existed for years, but I only learned about them actually last April. So, I mean, you guys have been in this space for a lot longer than me. And I did it because actually an aunt of mine, who's an artist, um, I was trying to figure out how to raise money for her. So I knew she's like 76 and I knew that she just wasn't comfortable on the computer and learning all this. So um, I kind of struggled through, I have my collection on OpenSea and it was, um, you know, really interesting, but you know, there's Rarible, there's Mintable, there's a lot of other platforms. Um, and in fact, the, the book, the Bitcoin Cinderella is about to be released and launched on with project arc on Polygon as the first published NFT book. So it's going to be, uh, an audio with visuals and I'm really excited about that. Um, but how did you, I know I, I, I had a lot of mentors, but how did you learn the technical side of doing an NFT? Um, how did you teach yourself? Does anyone want to share that? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, well, I was like never involved in like the tech side before NFTs and I had no clue what NFTs were. And I just did artworks and that's great. But uh, when I enter the NFT space, um, I'm still learning a lot more for the tech side because I mainly focus on um, the art side of my NFTs. Yeah. So my dad helps me a lot for the tech side. Um, but every time like he does that, he shows me how to do it. And he teaches me a lot of these different tools that I can use for like my new website or, um, you know, um, how like these marketplaces work so um, I'm slowly learning uh, little by little and I, I have a lot more to learn actually because um, I'm not that involved in the tech side uh, but the great thing about knowing a lot of like people um, in the space is everybody's like focus on something different so I'm learning a lot of great things from other um people in the NFT space and like the different spaces they're in and even like 
um, yeah, I'm part of the community Calamity Kids magazine. We all are. And I'm learning from like all you guys. And yeah, so I have a lot to learn for sure. We, um, it's, we're, we're lifelong learners. I mean, that's the thing. This space is evolving. And I don't think we can ever say that we know it all because there's just too many things that are happening. So um, Christopher or KJ, what, what, um, how did you learn the tech side? Um, with the technical side, um, one thing I did in school since it was mandated was coding. Um, but usually we would learn like JavaScript or CSS. So for me to code the smart contract to actually release my first NFT, it was in Solidity, which was a different language for me. But, you know, I was eager to learn and it was something that I was very excited to do. So one thing I did, um, I looked at different YouTube videos so I can learn the basics of Solidity for about a week's worth of time. And after, uh, within the next week, I compiled all that different information together, created my first smart contract. It took me about a week or two to actually test it thoroughly to make sure it worked. And um, I was finally able to get it done. Um, same thing with just uploading it on the marketplace. It was just, you know, um, looking, well, it said create, and I just created it. And that was pretty much how simple so it was. So let me interrupt you for a second. You mentioned it again, smart contract. For those, now, people might not, people might know my background or might not know my background. I am a lawyer, but I'm also a special educator. I, I kind of did a career switch, but I also have different side businesses because I'm a serial entrepreneur. You know, that's just me, me and, and my personality. But I know what a contract is from the legal perspective. Explain what a smart contract is from the blockchain perspective, because someone might not actually understand that. Sure. So smart contract, to put it in the simplest terms possible, is basically telling a token or a collection for an NFT or just anything Web3 really what to do. So by coding that contract, you're telling it what to do, which is why it's important to be diligent with, um, you know, collections that you research because some of them can have malicious code inside that basically wipe off your wallet and that's where you uh, like to know if something's malicious or not just make sure that you know whatever collection or token um that you're researching make sure your social medias are open and there's a way to contact them and um really just look what other people are saying about that project um because the smart contract is made of whatever you make it so you know, people can really put anything that they want in that smart contract and it may display that you're going to withdraw like 0.1 ETH or 0.1 Solana, but really they're just wiping out your whole wallet instead. So a smart contract is basically something that tells the collection or the token or anything Web3 related what to do. Christopher, why don't you, Christopher, why don't you go ahead? Thank you so much for sharing about the smart contract. Christopher, why don't you go ahead and share how you got involved with the technical side of NFTs? So since I'm, so, so since I'm like also a coder a little bit, so the tech side was, it was a little difficult for me to like get the hang of, but like my parents usually help me on it still while I mainly focus on the art side and I'm still going through the learning process. I totally understand. I'm learning a lot right now. So, um, Christopher, let me let me keep uh, chatting with you for a second. So, your projects? Uh, do you have a certain topic or um, focus in terms of your designs and creativity? What What are you focusing on? Like, so right now, I have a project called the Astro Kids Collection, which is a basically a bunch of like 
cartoony drawn astronauts. And so like, I'd like to go with like a particular cartoony style with them. And um, are you, I know that um, we've, we've had some conversations um, as a group that some of our NFTs are helping other projects. Do you have any uh, causes that you're um, trying to help or any, uh, or what's your future uh, thoughts about wh where you might want to go with your NFTs? So I haven't really like thought that far ahead into the future. But I understand. Like I was maybe thinking that I could like use my NFTs. So like, since I want to become an astronaut when I grow up, I was thinking about using my NFTs to like help my journey. Yeah, I have no doubt that you will. And I also think that when you're up in space, you'll be able to do NFTs from there as to what you see. And I'll be very cool. I mean, all of you guys are visionaries. Um, Teresa, what, um, what, where do you think you're going to be heading with your art and your NFTs? Um, so basically with my artworks, what I want to do is like inspire kids through my, um, artwork and like to be more specific to, uh, get kids in this space. Um, because I'm, I'm, I'm a kid artist and I want to inspire more kid artists through my artworks and my NFTs. And what I really want to focus on for, uh, my Ava Ramona collection, my new collection is going to come out. Um, I want to make it accessible so all the parents, so that the parents can buy for the kids, so the kids can collect the NFT. So I want to make it accessible to um, all the parents and kids. But I also want to give some utility to my NFTs. Like um, I was really planning to use my NFTs as kind of um, a way for kids to learn about digital artworks and like the tools I'm learning like Figma or Trello or uh, basically teach kids through my NFTs by making them some sort of a ticket or I haven't really decided what to call it but that's kind of the direction that I'm going um, with this collection and yeah so far it's coming out great and I'm almost done making it so cool yeah. uh, KJ what about you so um, before I explain like what my projects are and the future of them, um, I'm not going to stop at just NFTs. I do plan to expand out more and not just like stay at art and NFTs. I, I want to like build a ecosystem kind of. But um, first, I'll explain you the roadmap of um, my two projects. So one of them is um, K&J Robots Co. There's some mini utility um, on them. Basically, if you like collect a certain amount of NFTs, um, you actually get certain perks or different level tokens. And um, with those tokens, basically, you can get like uh, different things. So first, for a, for a level one token, you can get a uh, mint pass, which will grant you access to a next season. And for a level two token, you can get a free NFT. And for a level three token, you can get a free commissioned NFT. Because for my one of one NFT, I actually do custom minted NFTs. So for my second project, which is currently having a free mint promotion for two weeks, so it ends on um, July 22nd, I think you guys will love this. So um, we, uh, I think, KJ, that you froze.
Oh dear. What happened? H9. That's where we'll be. Uh, me, I'll me personally, I'll just be floating all over the place meeting your people. Okay. All right. Teresa, do you have any additional information you want to share about where you'll be at the conference? Yeah, I'm going to be in a panel, um, um, like exactly what KJ said. So I'll be there and I I have a lot to do for the panel, but I'm, I'm excited. And uh, yeah, we might be exploring as well. I, yeah, I'm very excited about being there. I know that there's going to be a lot of um, both networking as well as new people to meet and, and things to learn. Um, any last minute thoughts that, um, Christopher, that you want to share with those that are listening? Uh, remember, everyone, I will have everyone's um, website or pl platform or collection embedded within the, the talk show. So, you know, again, you'll be able to reach out and support everyone. But Christopher, do you have any last minute thoughts that you want to share with everyone? Well, I have a couple. So, yeah. So I'm not sure if I like shared like my socials. So yeah, feel free. So I just wanted to like tell you that you can like, you can find me on my Twitter at either at Christopher L360 or at Club Astro Kids or like, if you forget those, you can also find my links at www.ChristopherL360.com. Awesome. Awesome. And I'll make sure that we get, I can embed that into our talk show. Um, Teresa, where are you? What last minute thoughts do you have? Um, well, I just want to say that um, I'm really focusing on my new website, avaramona.art. And you can find all of like the socials and links uh, since you're gonna provide them. Yeah. So yeah, and thank you so much. Um, uh, it's it's been nice uh, talking here, and yeah, thank you. Yeah, sure. Uh, KJ, what about your last minute thoughts? Uh, my last minute thoughts are stay true to yourself, and my social media that you can find me at is k underscore j robotsco on Instagram and Twitter, and my link tree will be in my bio. And for anybody who wants to mint a trench pet, um, it's trench, T-R-E-N-C-H-P-E-T-Z.com. And thank you. Yeah. yeah. So for everyone who's listening, I just want to just share a little bit more about the Bitcoin Cinderella and why I wrote the book. Um, it actually, I, I love fairy tales and stories, and it's actually a family oriented fairy tale. So that way adults and youth can learn more about the terminology of the blockchain embedded within a fairy tale and it's the first um adventure a web3 adventure it's going to be the first of 10 series that i'll be writing and samantha who's the bitcoin cinderella um she goes on a quest to find her mom who actually worked with a satoshi um who is the creator of bitcoin and there i don't want to kind of tell you the outcome of the story but it's really fun and uh for those of you that are learning about the blockchain, this is a great way to introduce it to your family, as well as to learn, again, you know, because the terminology is kind of tech. Um, so this is an easy way to kind of learn about it. But for everyone who's on the panel today, you know, everyone who's been my guest, I am loving what you're doing. I never thought about, well, you know, at your age, I just never thought about that. I guess the only thing I was thinking about at your age is I knew I wanted to be a lawyer or the president of the United States. 
And that's not going to happen for me right now, but I did become a lawyer. Um, but so definitely, just like everyone has said, follow your dreams. You never know where it's going to lead you. And everything is possible, just like going to space is possible, you know, creating a blockchain uh, business or art and, you know, characters that are going to send a message. What you guys are doing is, you know, my hand, my hat is off to you. And as an educator and as a mom, I am just really inspired by what you're doing. And I know that you are going to be um, inspiring others to kind of experiment and get out of their comfort zone. So I want to thank you. So everyone, remember to like and subscribe. And also remember my mantra, be kind to yourself, be kind to others. We're all part of one world and we're all so connected. And the blockchain definitely is showing that. So everyone, thank you so much. Have a great day. Recording stopped.